What's the biggest obstacle to getting what we want? Limiting beliefs and expectations created by our past experiences. These limits create a subconscious attraction of what we don't want and block what we do want. But we can turn it all around with a powerful tapping tool called Faster EFT and leading edge law of attraction principles. In this podcast, life coach Mark Shahada explores both of these subjects with guests, as well as performs tapping demonstrations and sessions. Listen in and see for yourself how it all works. Welcome to the Tap It Out Podcast. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to another Journey to Authentic Living video. I'm Sandra Rojo, Success Mindset Coach, and I have here a very good friend of mine and colleague, Mark Shahadeh, and he's a law of attraction expert and also a faster EFT practitioner, and um, we both have businesses, as you probably know, and you might remember Mark from a previous recording that I had with him. Mark, what was it? Um, probably a year and a half ago, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, and this is a continuation, and hopefully we will be inspired to record um, more videos with you all. So welcome, Mark. Thank you. Good to be here. Good so this to is going to be a free-flowing conversation, right? It totally is. Um, impromptu kind of thing. We're just going to go with it. Okay. And um, of course, the list, our listeners, if you always have a question or you want us to expand on something that we didn't during the video, please let us know in the comments and we can always create another video from that or just answer it right then and there. Is that cool? With you as well, Mark. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. All right. So I want to begin with, um, you know, Mark has uh, really been, uh, I have been so impressed with Mark. And some of you remember that I was, um, about 15 years ago, I started with the Abraham Hicks and the Law of Attraction and was just disenchanted with how to do it. I would do exactly, or so I thought I was doing exactly what the books were saying and what all these Law of Attraction techniques. And I just felt like it didn't work. Um, some things would manifest and then it would just go south. And so I pulled away from that world. And in fact, in our last recording, I even think I said I was a little bit bitter <laughs> about the law of attraction. Did, yeah. And um, so here we are. And I want to begin by saying that I have a completely I have a complete different perspective on the law of attraction. Thanks to Mark. Um, for really helping me uh, a lot. Um, I've had sessions with him uh, as well. And then, of course, um, Faster EFT, you know, Utaptics creator Robert Jean Smith has been a great influence on both of us, and especially uh, uh, when it comes to really understanding the law of attraction. I think he, too, is an expert in that. And I recently signed up for his course, um, uh, Manifesting Your Goals um, into Reality, um, using his process called the ultimate manifestation process. And I thought that was very interesting. And it just ties into what Mark is doing um, in his work with his clients and so forth. So yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to Robert. And I'm sure we'll have um, an interview. Maybe the three of us can engage in an interview, follow up and get his intake and get maybe his input as well. Yeah. On, uh, the law of attraction. One thing I loved about Robert's work is when I first discovered it, I was deep into the law of attraction and his foundation was law of attraction. Like he had, well, totally. Yeah. He had a list of, uh, well, God, I can't remember what the, he doesn't use these anymore. Um, but it was oh, a set okay. of beliefs. 
uh-huh. and they're a very law of attraction. And he talks a lot about a law of attraction. So, yeah. So, so uh, that's the first thing that I liked about it. Now, not to mention how he talks about the mind and, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, how our past experiences affect what we, what we believe and what we hold on to and it affects what we attract. Um, so, yeah. So that's, that's the thing that, so I believe that faster EFT is a great tool, is the best tool out there to allow the law of attraction to work in our lives. That's what I like to say a lot. Me too. And that's, and that's where I want to piggyback on the fact that I've turned this whole perspective on the law of attraction. Um, I just love it now because I'm understanding it. And I think I'm also ready for it. You know, I, I've been yeah. having, I've been contemplating about it as I've, you know, of course, um, practicing faster EFT as well uh, in my life and sort of cleaning my mind. Um, and we can talk a little bit about that. That's a term that Robert uses um, when we're doing um, uh, the practice of faster EFT, going into our memories and, and rewriting them and so forth. And I just have a completely different point of view. Like now I'm creating affirmations for myself. I mean, I used to have them like in my head, but now, you know, goals are just, I have them, but I'm not always like writing them down because I don't, I kind of believe also in surrendering to it. So it's not like, you know, it has to be achieved by, you know, two weeks, you know, kind of situation. Um, so how do you feel about that? (laughs) Yeah. You know, goals and affirmation, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it can be super tricky because it's, you know, <clears throat> well, Robert would say, you know, affirmations are anything that we affirm. So, so we think of affirmations of being pos- saying positive things to ourselves, but lots of times subconsciously we are affirming negative things or limiting things and lots of times unknowingly. So I like to think of affirmations and even goals as a little bit older uh, self-help. And then there's now new stuff like like Robert's information and new even higher learning law of attraction information that that we can use to improve our affirmations and our goals. So for example, so affirmations. So let's say I want, you know, let's say I'm trying to pay rent and I want to make a lot of money. And so I want to be able to, you know, let's say I'm not making enough money and I'd like to attract more money in my life, let's say. And so I want to affirm. So the old way of affirming affirmations is saying something positive 50 times, 20 times every day, repeating. I remember. You know, um, I will receive $10,000 in the next three months, you know, or next two months or every month. And um, now, if I have a lot of beliefs against that, so if I have so many different experiences in my past about money, if I watch my parents struggle with money, if I've had um, issues with, with my own issues with money, my own experiences where, let's say, I've you know, tried to use a law of attraction and it didn't work, and I have these, uh, n- n- let's say, limiting experiences and beliefs attributed to money, so I can say that affirmation over and over and over, over again, but I'm actually fighting against those limiting negative experiences. So with faster EFT, what we like to do is first tap on those, you know, 
tap on, tap on and change and rewrite the negative experiences and beliefs about money. And then when we do that, affirmations work wonderfully, right? Because then we don't, we're not contending with the uh, limiting and negative experiences and beliefs. Absolutely. What do you think about that? What's your experience with that? Well, that's why I love Faster EFT. And before I, I didn't realize I was getting into a modality um, that would do exactly what you're saying. And it made it so much easier. I, you know, I'm a very logical person and I'm very pragmatic. And so for me, I need something that's not going to be so woo-woo, so esoteric where I'm unable to reach that. And it's like, you know, so um, for me, what you just described has been, I mean, I'm really excited. So I don't yeah. know, you can just see it in my face. I'm just like really excited about um, this new perspective that Robert has given us with faster EFT and affirmations. And even though I've been, um, I've been studying, when I'm studying, you know, I started with faster EFT like three years ago or so. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I didn't get into, you know, the studying with the courses and all that until later, mm -hmm. but watching his videos and things like that. I mean, I never really correlated, you know, and I just wasn't, I don't know if I was ready. I don't, I don't know. I was just so disenchanted with law of attraction stuff, but he doesn't even, well, from what my experience is, he doesn't even, Robert doesn't even say like law of attraction. He'll just say, you know, manifestation or manifestation. He used to a lot. He oh, he used to. Okay. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not a very big fan of love. He's not very big fan of a lot of stuff that are out there because he, I think he knows that it doesn't work precisely because of what you just got done saying. And I also believe that as well. The one that, resistance. Yeah. yeah. That, and I think he just wants it to be very logical and scientific and you know, not as woo woo. And so, um, but that's right. Yeah. And, you know, like the secret. So there's law of attraction. You know, the law of attraction is like anything. There's people mm -hmm. who teach it and I think teach it well and quote unquote use it well. And then there's people who uh, maybe don't understand it as, as, as uh, good as others, uh, under higher understandings of it. So, so you know, the secret – he. The, the secret, maybe lots of times people would want to use the law of attraction in manifesting material things or out of, uh, out of a neediness. So that part, I don't think a lot of us don't like that kind of uh, way of thinking and using the law of attraction. I mean, it's fine. Material things are great. But I think a lot of people missed the point. A lot of people saw the secret and they got excited and they want to attract a red Porsche. I didn't like the secret. I admit I was turned on. I bought the CDs back in 2006 when they first yeah. kind of came out or a year after they came out. I don't remember, but it was, I remember because I was living in Texas and that was 2006 and I listened to it and I was kind of turned off by that materialism thing. And again, I'm like you, it, there's nothing wrong with materialism. We, we all are materialistic yeah. in some form or shape. So not nothing against that. But yeah. yeah. And you know, I mean, there was a lot of, there was a, you know, there was a lot of great things in it too. I've mm. I, Mm -hmm. And it introduced the, the world to the law of attraction and to, uh, I, I That's like a great point. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, the, and people found Abraham Hicks through the secret. And I think Abraham Hicks is, is the, um, one of the best teachers out there for the law of attraction. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. And you remind us again, you got involved with the law of attraction when more or less. Oh my God. 
God. So long ago. <laughs> like, well, well, we're talking, we're talking late 80s because my, my aunt sent me a tape of Abraham Hicks. Okay. You know, and it had, um, it was the art of allowing and different tapes, the art. Of, oh. And so I kind of listened to that, studied it, and then I realized that, oh, this is channeling. This is weird. I was, I was in my 20s. Oh, that's like, right. You were telling me about the yeah. channeling part. Yeah, you're Channeling's like, oh, weird. But then the information was so good. The information was so amazing. So I just, I just you know, suspended disbelief as far as whatever. Like, even, if it's even if I don't even believe in this channeling, even if it's weird for me, the infor I'm just going to soak up the information. And so that's, and that's what I wanted to do. And that's when I set out to kind of master the information because like you, Sandra, a lot of us, you know, when we first learned it, we tried to manifest things and we tried to, you know, <laughs> make things happen. A lot of us got frustrated with it, right? Yeah. So when I tried things, tried to manifest things and it didn't work, I just thought, okay, I, I need to study this more. I want to learn, uh, you know, the nuance of how to master this. Right. Uh, so that's what I yeah. set out to do. Yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, it's um, really interesting. Well, I grew up with um, a very, um, uh, you know, uh, free thinker. You know, my mother was very much of a free thinker. Well, both of my parents were. And so my mom was, even though I kind of grew up Catholic and stuff, they were just very progressive with, with their, and very spiritual. So um, we started out with um, new, more like new thought and I think we talked about it last time. Right. So the Terry Cole Whitaker was, we'd actually literally go see her. She was Reverend Terry Cole Whitaker mm. here in San Diego. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I guess I just didn't, I just didn't always understand it myself, you know, and I'm so glad that I do. And I understand that it's, um, it's, we have to knock out our resistances on things, you know, and I think that's just success because we do have a lot of impediments. We have programs that are running that we learn from our parents. We learn from our caregivers and our society and, and maybe even our religion, right? I mean, there's all these yeah. conditions. So as soon as I started to see, oh, okay, now I know why I have this limiting belief or, oh, now I know why I couldn't manifest, manifest X, Y, Z or why I am attracting something that I, I don't want to attract. Right. It's because, you know, it's um, yeah. what's going on in, in, in the program to keep me safe. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a big thing. Okay. So if we talk about affirmations and goals, so lots of times people will use affirmations to fulfill their goals, right? I want to make 10, I want to, you know, affirm, I, I want to attract $10,000 in three months or whatnot. <laughs> that can be a goal or an affirmation. Right. Yeah. So my way of thinking of it is this, it's really what's behind, you know, the, let's say goal, the intention. And and the intention is really important, right? Are we intending something to fill a need? Like, are we intent? So let's talk about if I was alone and I wanted to attract a girlfriend or if I want to attract money or if I want to attract better health. So what position am I setting my goals or am I affirming from? Am I affirming, do I want a girlfriend because I'm lonely and I'm needy and I'm not complete without a girlfriend? Well, if I try to let's say use a law of attraction or do affirmations or set a goal based on that, it's really working counter to how the law of attraction works. If I'm setting out a neediness feeling to out there <laughs> to the universe, then I'm just going to get back more examples of, uh, of being needy. 
of like maybe people me going to clubs or bars trying to meet girls and I'm detracting them let's say and so that's so then I'm going to be more needy so so the idea there's an idea of when you talked about surrendering um, and allowing the situation that we are currently in making peace with the situation so I'm alone Right. So, do I want to do I want to uh, solve my problem by finding a girlfriend, or do I want to learn how to kind of be cool with myself, to love myself, to like my own uh, company, to find to do things, you know, that I enjoy doing. So now, if I do that, and I kind of I'm okay being alone. I'm okay. Oh yeah, I'm. You know, I, I find hobbies, I find groups, I find things to do, and I work on myself. Let's say I tap on myself and I tap on my loneliness and uh, tap on my self-worth and how I feel about myself and all those things. That's a big, can be a big project. Well, then I'm coming from a place of, I like myself now. Now, setting a goal or affirmation from that intention or that space is a whole different place. And that's when the law of attraction can, can really work. So there's so I think of it as um, priorities of what to do first. If I have a goal, well, something I think I have to do before that goal, and that is to again be okay with where I am in the beginning, and and uh, yeah, be okay with my situation, surrender, let go, and trust. Now that that also means to that doesn't mean sit around and not do anything. That also means you know, act on your inspiration instead of acting on neediness, right? So, you know, acting on neediness might be, I want to go to a, I need to find that girl. So I need to go to a bar and meet somebody and everyone feels this creepy vibe from me and they want to get away from me, right? <laughs> so acting from a need is, everyone can feel that versus acting from, I, I want to go and not meet people and have good experiences. I already like me. I already like being by myself. I think finding a girl would be funner. Boom. That's the kind of intention that where the law of attraction can contribute to and work with. Is and, that, you know, I yeah. love, no, I love the way you explain that. And do you find that the first step, right. what you just said, being okay with where you're at? Yes. Um, do you find that step in your clients and even in yourself um, difficult? There's a lot of resistance to it. There's a lot of resistance to that because first it, step. Because it seems, well, there's a lot of reasons, but it seems like settling. Like if, if I'm lonely and broke, by me saying, oh, I'm okay with being lonely and broke, it sounds, yes. like, I'm surre- yeah. uh, I'm, it sounds like I'm settling for where I am. Got it. But, but, yeah. right? but it's kind of the opposite. It's also saying, okay, here's where I am. And I can, again, this is what I love about tapping. I can tap on how I feel about where I am. Yes. And, you, and then you get to a place where, okay, here's where I am. And where I am is just fine. And that doesn't mean I want to stay where I am. It means I'm fine with where I am. And I would like these things instead of my life sucks. I'm desperate. I need money and I need a girl. You know, that's not being fine with where you are. And the law of attraction yeah. is going to give you more yeah. of that. So yeah, there's a lot of resistance and and understanding because this is this is a 
I mean, what, what's it's, your experience? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think that's really good. And I'm glad you said that so that people out there that are watching this don't feel defeated immediately because right. that first step can be a little bit challenging. Um, one of the things that I learned, of course, you know a lot about my personal life, um, my journey. One of the things that I did, because I've always been involved in personal development for myself and um, about probably about, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, but especially about five years ago, um, I started to do that. Just accept right. where I was, even if I didn't want to be where I was right. or, um, in all areas of my life, right? And um, for me, uh, really beginning to be okay with me. Yes. I mean, although I think that's a lifelong journey, right? right. Love oneself, require, it's a lifelong journey. It it's is. a relationship that requires work, right? Right. In order I like how you put that. To, yeah, thank you. Yeah. So from what was brought to my consciousness about five years ago was really, um, well, actually it was even longer than that because I was still living in Colorado at the time, was to become my own best friend. And um, to become, even though it sounds a little abstract for those of you maybe listening, but I think you get the gist of it. And I and I've said it in one of the um, one of the courses actually at the Fast of Tea training. You know, was to become my own best friend, to become my own lover. You know, and me- these are metaphors, right? Um, right. To, to be able to exude, to be able to live, to be able to step into, to show up in the world in such a way that that I wanted to, right? Which is different for you, different for everybody right. uh, in general. And so that's the way with, with, I didn't always know how I was going to get there. I didn't always know what that was going to bring, but trusting myself to yeah. know that if, if I was going to rely on me, I was going to trust me. I was going to trust my intuition, my gut, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and not being so afraid of um, failing or yeah. uh, falling down, or maybe attracting a wrong friend, or call, you know whatever it might be, just saying, okay, this is showing up because there's something I need to learn. Yeah, I, like I, did, I didn't always have the language for it. So I like the fact that when it ties into what you're saying, because when we're okay with where we're at, like I was, then life started to really move. I mean, maybe it wasn't as fast, it never As is. I want. It never is. It never but is it, got, it got me back to California. Right. And it also created, um, I had many challenges uh, coming back to California and taking care of my elderly mom and so forth. But then it took me on this other path. Yeah. And so, um, so for me being really okay and in fact, I was so okay, I, was, I still feel like I'm my own best friend. Yeah. And so it's like, I really like being alone. Like I need a long yeah. time too. So right. I just wanted to say, you know, even though I wanted connection with people, like now I have connection with you and I have connection with so many other people, but it's, I think it's because partly I was my own best friend. I was my great connection with myself, thus attracting then later on a bunch of you that are just so good to me and are my, are my group, are my tribe. Yeah. So that's the order, right? So you became your own best friend first, then you're able to attract your tribe and your friends and relationship, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And I liked how you talked about the, you know, you didn't know how it was going to happen. So letting go of the timing of it and the how, right? Like, because then again, when we want things fast, uh, then we, we're sending out a message saying, 
things are going too slow and we're going to attract things slowing down or it's going to we're going to attract what we per- think we perceive more things to be slower and that's just building momentum on that and that kind of let's say blocks the law of attraction of what we want the, of what we want so there's this other thing about you know you, you hear about people let's say a, a woman trying to become pregnant and when she stops, I've had many clients <laughs> right <laughs> like that and then when they stop trying it happens yeah that, so that's a law of attraction. So, so what? Ha- Great point, or, right? Or yeah. um, even finding a finding a, a partner, a partner. Mm-hmm. You stop trying, and it happens. So, because when we're trying, it's usually coming from a, a not, not always though, but it's usually coming from a, a neediness place, and we get we're getting in our own way. So now, there's another thing I wanted to mention also about trusting that what's coming up for us currently because here's this thing things always seem to take longer for us because we think number one we know what we want and we know that we think we're ready for it now and i wanted i want to piggyback on that one okay good yeah and so there's this thing about um the idea that the things that are coming up so here's what i think i think that we put out the intention of what we want or even goal of what we want. Right. And then the experiences that come up for us are helping us become the person we need to be to get what we want. And we think we're ready for it now. And actually, well, you kind of have to go through this and you have to go through this yeah. and you have to go through this. So now here's another thing. How am I experiencing that, these things that I'm going through? Um, okay, so let's let, let's use an example. Let's say I want to attract, you know, I'm, right now I'm married, so I don't know. Why I keep using this experience, but let's just say. No, I'm but you know why you're bringing it up? Because most people, and I think it's a great example. Most people want a partnership, so it's okay. Perfect. So it's good. Yeah. Okay. All I right, think so it's let's, perfect because I want to piggyback on that. One. Okay. Good. So remember what you're going to say. So I hope let's, so. Say, <laughs> let's say um, I want to attract a partner. So. And I'm ready for that partner now. So then I go to, and then I go to a bar and I meet someone. And I start dating someone, and it's, and it's I like this about her, but she does this. And then I we break up, and then shit. Two years later, I'm still having experiences of dating and not it being the one. Now here's the thing. Each one of these people that I dated is helping me figure out what I don't want is helping me uh, be more focused on what I do want is helping me become the person I need to be to, to attract that one. Right. And so, so what am I doing during those experiences and those dates in that two year period? Am I resisting it? Am I thinking, Oh, this is this law of attraction is not working. What's wrong with my life? What's wrong with me? Or am I having fun on these dates? I might be, I might being light and easy and going, okay, I'm just here to have fun and experience things and trust the timing of that one is out there. So there's, so it's right. It's that feeling of trust, meaning it's out there and I know it's happening and I'm just going to have fun along the way, or I need that girlfriend. I'm going to make it happen. And what's wrong with this date? And that makes that whole journey harder. So anyway. No, definitely. And thank yeah. you for bringing that up because it's a perfect segue to, okay. um, I'm going to, let's see if I can um, make a statement and then maybe a question can be weaved. 
So this is something I've been contemplating about. It's one of the things that I've noticed is that um, I've seen this in my clients, and but I didn't. The piece that I was missing was sort of the um, the affirmations and the law of attraction. With this, um, is that <clears throat> talking about the partner? You know, you have a list maybe of what your ideal partner would look like right. and that benefits you. You know, when you say, oh, attractiveness, for example, or right. you know, that's whatever that means to the individual. But what I've encountered is that when that person actually shows up, mm-hmm. even oh. if it's, okay, you know where right. I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. Even when that person shows up, one of the things that um, a lot of people have, um, I don't know, I'm just going to call it a spade of spade. It's delusional to think that <laughs> to think that when your partner comes up that fits all the criteria, let's just say, you know, right. um, that there are going to be no obstacles, that there aren't going to be any um, adjustments, that, and that when they are, there are adjustments or you see a personality right. quirk in that person, quirk, uh, you know, right. that yes. all of a sudden it's like, I'm looking for, this is not the right person for me, right. so to speak. Um, you know, it takes emotional maturity to understand that one needs to give the relationship an opportunity to grow. And so I hear too often people, and sometimes I work with millennials, and I hear this a lot in millennials, um, you know, it's like, oh, you know, that person does this, or they, and it's like, well, you know, you can still communicate. You can still try to find a, either a compromise or, or some form of, so my, I guess my, I don't know what the question would be, Mark, but if you want to um, talk about that, it's like, my question is, it's a rhetorical question. It's, it's like, do you really recognize? Oh God. Do you really recognize the partner that yeah. you have so wanted to attract that you're so ready yeah. and yet, and yet it's in front of you and it's not, not every perfect you're, because the trigger i'm sorry one more thing this is yeah, no. where i wanted to go um the trigger mm-hmm. that's the word i was missing it's like your partners are going to trigger you right people trigger you and it's not a big deal you just i mean of course if it if it's if you can't resolve it that's a different issue right. um, but you there's there's some work associated and i know i don't want to like use that. the word work but right. there is, for lack of a better one, there is some yeah. work. There's adjustment. There's like, okay, well, I don't like this, but let me tap on it. Or let me use a modality. And of course, we use tapping to figure out what that is. What, it, what is that thing? Is it me being insecure? Maybe I don't like that person who's um, a little bit more boisterous um, socially. Or, oh, wow, I didn't know that person liked dancing or singing or something. And, and then just look within and say, um, but this person fits my criteria. Am I, am I just going to shun that person or just say, oh, forget it? You know, so I guess the question is that we need to be aware. I think we need to step up in our game and our personal development and stop giving up on relationships. Uh, yeah. Just because we have some triggers. I like that. I, I don't like know. That. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, and, you know, Robert talks about the lower model of the world and the upper model of the world, right? And um, the upper model, the lower model of the world is right. you do this to me. Yeah. So let's say I, I attract victim, victim mentality. Victim mentality. I attract somebody and she wants to go dancing too much and she says this and it triggers me. She says these, she, you know, I don't know, she's boisterous and she says these things and they trigger me. So I guess if I'm living in that lower model of the world, 
I'm going to say, she's doing this to me and she's this way and break up with her. She's not the right one. Move on to the next, try to find the next one. On and on and on. On and on and on. Very good, right? So if I'm living in the upper model of the world, I say I'm I'm responsible for my reaction to you. So I'm so if I'm triggered, I'm gonna look at that and say, this is a learn, this is a tapping opportunity, right? This totally. is an opportunity to see, well, what is it that triggers me? What you know, oh yeah, she's like my mom. <laughs> you reminds me of my mom. My mom used to tell me what to do and I hate it. Right. So then yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. I have that opportunity to go and look at that and rewrite experiences with my mom and make peace with my past. And and so there's, an, there's another thing you bring up also is like, how do you know, you know, when, it, when it's the well, one? Well, how do you reckon? How do, how you, do you recognize? Do you re- I'm sorry. Let me rephrase yeah. that. That wasn't because I, I actually wrote this down and I forgot to bring in the paper here. Into what? The room, but I know. Man, that's all right. Um, but it's more, the question is more, um, it's rhetorical and it's, um, it's actually the close-ended question. Do you recognize? Right. Do you recognize the partner, in this case, the partner, right? Yeah. Or the job, because I see a lot of people complain immediately, which right. we all have a tendency to complain, but it's again, going back to the upper model of the world mm-hmm. and looking at it as I'm going to take responsibility for my emotions and what I'm thinking. But the question I guess really is, do you really recognize it? You have all these yeah. things that you want for the most part. And mm-hmm. because people have their life and experiences and so forth. Does that help? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. And you know, there's a, here's a good way. I think a good way to kind of be able to recognize it is again, it's that priority thing. So what am I doing every day? Am I, am I tapping on myself? Am I Mm -hmm. meditating? Let's say, am I working to feel better? Am I taking care of myself emotionally? Am I going on walks? Am I uh, working to feel good every day? So if, if I'm doing that work and that's, again, that's, upper model of the world work that's working on myself instead of trying to change somebody else if i'm doing that connecting with myself doing that work then what happens is you know, my vibration rises and i'm getting inspiration that's in alignment with what i want mm-hmm. so now that 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 inspiration or those nudges or those thoughts uh, about this person is more it's is better guidance it's guidance from a higher vibration instead of guidance from a lower vibration mm-hmm. so let me so let me say it in a different way if i'm not doing that work every day and i meet this girl and i'm just kind of ornery and i'm just kind of in a bad mood and i'm just not checking in with myself i'm i'm more apt to blame her and to then i might get a quote inspiration or an urge to break up with her so I don't recognize that she's the one because I'm, I'm living in the lower model of the world and I'm, doing, I'm not doing the work on myself. So now the other example is if I'm working on myself, checking in with myself on a daily, in, on a daily basis, and then I get an inspiration, you know, she might not be the right person. And there might be a time where I might need to break up with her, you know. Totally. I, I'm, but um, so if I'm – you know, but I don't like the idea of I'm with you as far as like giving up too early and making a quick assessment and, and, and then just, you know, thinking this is wrong because I'm triggered. I'm, I'm with you on that as far yeah. as, you know, doing that work. So 
again, doing that work is going to give you the clarity and tapping, working on yourself and doing a daily process every day is going to give you the clarity on what to do on your I next agree. move. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well said. I'm glad you, you know, kind of uh, ended with that because I do see a lot of times people end up complaining, complaining. Um, and again, I'm not saying complaining itself. Once we catch it, we want to kind of pull back and then work on ourselves again, you know, but just overall, I, I just have a tendency to see that, you know, if it doesn't fit, um, you know, because we never know how a uh, positive influence we can be on people. Right. You know, we just never know. And, you know, I do also believe uh, that uh, a lot of us or most of us are here to, you know, we're all kind of teachers in a way, right? And we can always um, help each other, you know, for looking at humanity. I mean, that's just kind of my yeah. loose perspective, you know. So you just never know how you're positively going to influence people. You might not like a certain behavior or yeah. a certain habit somebody and you're dating them or, or they're friends with them and you just never know how you can really help yeah. another individual. So. Yeah. So that's you know, really it's cool. like the same example could be like a job. I get a job and... Yeah, oh I was God, thinking not, that too. Right? That's yeah. not what I thought. So I'm gonna, am I going to quit right away? Exactly. Or am I going to tap on myself, work that's on right. myself? Like, okay, what are the positive um, you know, aspects of this job? What, how can I make this better? How can I reach out to my coworker? How can I see, how can I see positive aspects of my boss or of this work? You know, and, and that doesn't mean I'm going to stay at this shitty job forever. It might not That's be right. a shitty job, right? That's right. But it's just what it is, again. There's endless possibilities. Right. There's you know, when we, take, when we take responsibility. Yeah, based totally. off of what you're, yeah. Absolutely. Based, based off of your stance, your attitude about it. Which it is could, really it, great. Attitude. Yeah. attitude. Attitude. Attitude, really. When we see all these quotes about attitude, it really is. Attitude and gratitude are the two, like, really honestly, Right? What I think are, it's like the train that kind of carries us while we think, while we're navigating, you know, trying to find let's, a direction. Yeah. Let's say, and you make a good point, because let's say I start this job and then it's not what I thought, but I work on my attitude and then, and then I just, okay, I'm not going to quit right away. I'm going to see what's going on. I'm going to tap. I'm going to work on myself and get work on my attitude every day. And then I meet somebody <laughs> who's quitting that job and, they need, and they're starting their own business and they need great people. And I was, I was one of those great people because I had a great attitude at work. So, they, so she takes me to start this other job and I'm, yeah. you know, so it, like you said, it can lead to anything based yeah. off of me and my attitude and, and what, I, what I'm carrying inside of me. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that I want to add that I've been working on is less seriousness. <laughs> less, seriousness. less seriousness and more I work on that every day. Yeah. Oh, more come fun. on. I think you're, I think you're, I do. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of my, well, you and I have that in common. We're a little bit more serious and, and well, yeah. I mean, I just want to like, there's always, you can always be less serious. There's always room to grow. I mean, yeah. people won't, I, I, I don't think I'm a serious person, but I still, and more serious than I want to be on a daily basis. Like every day I want, you know, cause you're looking at something and you go, Oh wait, how am I looking at this? And how am I looking at this day? And am I too serious? And yeah. So yeah, definitely. I think that's something um, I've been slowly, but surely, you know, breaking through that as well. And um, more intentional about having fun, yeah. more intentional about bringing joy into my life and remembering that there's a, there's a quote, or I don't know who it was, Lao Tzu or something that said, or somebody who said, um, you know, um, 
it's all about the moments, you know, it's, right. um, and I have an affirmation that like joy is in the moment and to remember that, um, there are little snapshots, you know? And so for me, it's, right. it's, it's just these, you know, it's, and that, and then just pulling all that together, you know, like the other day I was just moved, you know, I was looking out my window and I saw, um, you know, but some plants that I have with, they were blo still blossoming. And I thought, wow. And it just, I was struck by that, right. It was moved by something so seemingly insignificant. And yet I allowed myself to feel that joy and feel that gratitude of what I was witnessing with my eyes, you know, and allowing. I that. love that. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, this is life. And this is what I want to bring into my life is, is, and I used to, when I was an adolescent and there wasn't a lot of money when I was um, an adolescent. And so for me, it was always nature going out in nature. Mm -hmm. And I kind of lost that a little bit. And, um, you know, so I'm just really pulling that in. It's just the moment or like you, like, this is a moment, right? Yes. Where you and I are, to, and I just want to relish that. And of course, Robert Smith talks about um, the happy journal, journal, and he talks about gems, and gems are kind of part of these moments, yes. right? That you can write down, or somebody smiled at you, and or you just saw something beautiful for a moment, or so just write it down. You know, just really like let's capture that. You know, I love that. You know, that's you know my friend Gary Bodley, who channels Joshua. He talks about these moments, like he, we're talking about right here. Cool. He says, "You can, Zuzu." She wants my, she wants Zuzu, my attention. You, I know, totally. Um, he says, I look like this right now. He says, he'll look at this as a spiritual experience. Exactly. Kind of a cool, oh yeah, That's this is a exactly what it is. That's right. beautiful. And then the, the other aspect is, um, I love how you, you're bringing up things. Zuzu, no. She no. might, she might I, want you. I'm to. still going to be here. You're going to have to chill See, out. She's wanting the moment. She's wanting you want the moment. my moment? <laughs> okay, so how am I making this moment? Am I stressed? The old me would have like, she's messing up our Oh, no, she's interview. not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so. actually, for some of you that don't know this, Mark and I are very um, like organized type of people. <laughs> and like we, you know, and we just said, I'm not as organized as oh, you Oh, yeah, come on. And we're just winging it, man. We're just. We're winging it. Right? Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, Give yeah. me a high five, dude. The, the old yeah. me. The older me is, you know, I had definite perfectionist stuff things and I, I still have some I still have them I still but have you know them what but even that can't we just love ourselves through that I mean our perfectionism wherever it comes yeah, out right be a gift yeah a gift where other people are not and then you just fill in you I know like it's, yeah, you know yeah. why not why why not just um and that's, that's part of not being serious anymore it's about saying you know what I'm gonna take mm -hmm. my gift of perfectionism or my critical eye I have a really good critical yeah. eye and and of course everybody's like Ugh. that word you know and that's another thing that I have a problem with sometimes we we weigh words too much mm -hmm. don't say that you know although there are times where we definitely need to to correct our like I know I need to sometimes clean up my language but um <laughs> but you know not going off on a tangent it's like you know I have a critical and and that serves right like right. Say I passed you something um for you to to read and I said, yeah. how, what does this look like? And you're, you gave me the critical, you know, you just said, hey, this cr critiquing and you're saying, how about this or how about that? It's imperative if we're going to make progress in our business, if we're going to, you know, we just, sometimes we need our grammar cleaned up. We need, um, we're going off on a tangent. We're not making any sense. You know, we need structure in other words, yeah. right? Yeah. So, no, I like that. And, and you know, like, like if we I need have, to love ourselves through that. That's right. And that has to, and that speaks to, accepting where we are and how we are. Right. So if I have, if we have perfectionist things and great we, point, right. 
we we're, we we see perfectionist tendencies, and we would rather we would rather have more fun and loosen up. What do we do with that? Do we beat up on ourselves and think, oh, I'm a perfectionist? Or do we say, this is how I am right now. This is where I am. Surrender, awesome. be okay with that. That doesn't mean we're staying there. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a trippy thing. Like, let's say I want to lose weight. So I look in the mirror after a shower and I'm like, oh, I'm fat. I want go, go to the, go to the gym. So I'm never going to really have uh, <laughs> results from kind of self-hate. Mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, so I might, I might have short-term results. I might be able to lose weight and starve myself and go to the gym and then, and then I, it, it bounces back. So the idea is I have to love myself where I am. I have to love my body, how it looks with all the fat and all the, you know. And the, that's a whole different podcast right but there. But it's, it, it's definitely a whole different <laughs> podcast, but it's the same exact principles. You're right. Same exact so, but here's the thing. If I have a client who wants to lose weight and I say, you have to love yourself where you are, they might say, well, no, I don't, I don't want this body. I want to be thinner. And so again, people think that when you are okay with where you are and surrender to where you are and love yourself where you are and accept yourself, they think it's settling and that means they're going to stay there. And it's quite the opposite. That's the kind of the double-edged sword, the trick, the nuance of applying this stuff, law of attraction, faster EFT. I love what you just said. I think it's perfect. And I think that um, a lot of, um, I I think we we just aren't happy with, with, or not, just we in general, you know, um, it really is about loving ourselves. And and I think that's what the woo-woo community was kind of bringing in, I think, overall, and um, spirituality and or new age thought or, and things like that was just yeah. really this concept, right, of loving, loving yourself and loving where you're at, what that what that means. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think it's really important. And how we get there is, it's a step by step, and it's just, um, it's really the first step is is literally accepting where you're at. Well, and, what's the yeah? What's yeah. the opposite of that? Is beating up on yourself for where you are. <laughs> Yeah. That's the opposite of accepting. Yeah. And so, so here's, again, what Robert brings to this self-love. To me, loving yourself, self-love is kind of older self-help. You got to love yourself. But what Robert says is love yourself by changing what you hold inside and yeah. changing the hurts inside. So kind of that's, again, the priority, the steps to it. How do I love myself? Well, I love myself by kind of changing what I'm holding on to first, changing these negative experiences inside of me, changing these negative beliefs. And that's a form of self-love. What am I, you know, how much? Unless sometimes there's an impediment to that would be that we, and we know this from Utaptics, is that people identify, you know, with that pain or what they're holding on to. And so they don't want to let, they, in a way they want to, they think they want to let it go consciously. But they don't because there's an identity associated Absolutely. with that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Who would I be without this? Who would I be without, yeah. you know, fill in the blank. Right. Yeah. And who supports me, you know, right. in this role. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What do you think about goals? Well, let's talk a little bit about goals. Yeah. yeah you know, so we, we, we kind of have been just not directly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, more directly, more directly. More directly. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I, here's a big thing, and I kind of uh, alluded to some of this before, but we have to ask ourselves why we want something, right? 
So lots of times we think we want something. And again, that goes back to, are we doing it from need? You know, why do I want this red Porsche? Do I think it's going to fulfill me? Does it, do I think it's going, going to allow me to pick up chicks? <laughs> you know, you know, so let's say I'm that's super. Like in- a second one. Right? Like that's two goals right there. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's, you know, so am I, am I wanting this red Porsche from a feeling of insecurity and lack of self-worth? So, you know, so sometimes what we think we want isn't what we truly want. What we truly want is what, what and well, this is good. This is a good point. <laughs> if I don't say so myself, I'm all in my head right now. But, but what we can do is say, what do, we, do I think this red porch is going to give me? It's going to give me confidence. It's going to give me a feeling of self-worth. It's going to make me feel proud. And, it's maybe, and maybe it's going to attract a, a relationship. So then, so then what I can do from there, and this is all Abraham Hicks, is how would that feel to be confident? And how would that feel to be proud of where I am? and have that self-worth and um, have a mate that's, that's fun and all those things, and then conjure those feelings. So in other words, instead of trying to get that red Porsche, my goal might be to conjure those feelings. So, so the goals can change. So Totally, we, they can change. They change. And, yeah. and I, I like the idea of changing our goals to uh, <laughs> general things, of conjuring feelings and and then that where that's where faster EFT comes in as far as if I if I if I'm trying to conjure a feeling of self-worth, but I have all these reasons not to feel self-worthy, memories, experiences, I can tap on those. And that would be my goal is to work on myself every day to be able to conjure those feelings. So goals can be tricky, but with that said, there are some people, and I and I think of Robert a lot, that they, they know what they want and they can work towards having it and they don't have a lot of resistance to it. And they're just, mm-hmm. you know, and they're already in their, they're already um, aligned with it. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of people who do big things mm-hmm. with, they just go for it and they can set goals and it works perfectly for them. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're already aligned with it and they don't have a lot of resistance to it. So goals can work, but, but most of us, a lot of us have to kind of do that work first. And so does, Everyone, actually, so does everyone. But so again, so with goals, ask, I believe, ask yourself why you think you want something, mm-hmm. number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And number two, and then conjure the feeling of, of uh, what you think you will get when you get that thing you want. And then, and then that's the work. You can set a goal of conjuring that feeling of that. I agree. Right? Yeah. Um, and I do think that sometimes there's the possibility of um, thinking that we wanted something. And then, like you said, it's just, it um, either turns into, it manifests in a very different way. Right. That's why the how to's, you know, how to get there, um, we can actually lose our way when we're too much in the control of wanting to do it a that. certain way, right? Perfect. Yeah. So that's, so that's perfect. So also, a lot of times people work towards goals of making something happen. And what you're kind of speaking to is you have a goal or an intention and you, again, you kind of let go of the control of trying to make something happen and then allow that journey to unfold, a journey to authentic living. (laughs) 
<laughs> to unfold. And what comes up for me is for me. What comes up for me is for me. And so it might seem like it's in the way of me getting my goal, but actually it's something to look at. So it's kind of like this is interesting because we've been, this theme has been weaved into our, our whole discussion throughout the whole discussion is, is, you know, surrendering, being okay with where we are. And then at the same time, achieving what we want. We're kind of talking on it in a different level. I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, sometimes I'm, I go off on tangents and I'm not so clear. Well, I do too. And yeah. so hopefully, and that's why in the beginning I premised that if there's something that we didn't cover, somebody's curious to know yeah. that we can, we can answer that. But well, what do you I think of to, goals? Yeah, well, it's really interesting because I was going to say that um, I just lost my train of thought, but because, um, you know, you interrupted me. I did, didn't I? <laughs> Bad mark. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, uh, no, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not. It's just <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> um, you know, I, I really like the way Robert talks more about, this is going to sound, I don't know if this is abstract, but it's more about uh, the affirmation. Right. So um, not the I want or I wills, but, right. um, you know, I have, um, for example, I'm going to give an example of the job. You know, okay. I, I'm experiencing or I have a, a successful career in banking. Right. You know, kind of making that up. And so taking that, and I'm experimenting with this actually currently, um, which is very new to me. It's mm -hmm. taking that phrase and seeing, you know, how true is that? Mm -hmm. From zero to 100, how true is that? And then tapping out any resistance with Perfect. that phrase. So for me, that. the goals, so to speak, aren't the goals that we would think, um, and I use a lot of SMART goals with, with my clients because that's what's that's what they want they want you know the smart is a specific measurable attainable uh, uh, relatable Realist timely right or okay. realistic uh -huh. so the acronym for smart is that so I use a lot especially in healthcare losing weight people wanting to lose weight and so forth and I worked a lot with them and it would start out with small goals that we would reach on a weekly basis mm -hmm. but I'm not that kind of a person that's not my Sandra's um, way of setting goals yeah. Um, uh, it's more doing the affirmations. It's like, it's, so it's mm. kind of weird. Am I being abstract? Cause it's kind of like, mm -hmm. I'm no, gonna, yeah, the affirmation. And then what I do is I use the tapping to see how, um, how true is that? And then all of a sudden I look at, well, when was the last time, for example, you know, I have a successful career in banking and right. I have resistance and then I'll say, well, what do I feel? So I'm making it up, of course. Yeah. I feel defeated. I feel for whatever reason, lonely and, uh, you know, stupid. And then I'll ask myself using the process, you know, well, when was the last time Perfect. or earliest memory? And so once I once I take that affirmation and I know for sure, and then I check in on it yes. during the day and then days after that, when I know that I feel successful in that banking career, mm -hmm. then I feel like it's more definitely more reachable. That's really good. So I don't know. Do you want to comment on that? Yeah. Or so you... that's good. That's what you do is you, you, you have an affirmation or a goal and then you look, yeah. And, and what the, you look at what the resistance comes up. To, you know, you can, you know, see how true is that zero to a hundred, or you can see how does that feel. And then right, just by asking that, can I see, you know, oh no, I feel like you said nervous and whatever it is. And then, and then how did, you know, when's the last time I felt that way? Or when have I felt that way in the past? And you can make yourself a little list of, 
experiences and beliefs that are that equal the resistance to what you want. And then that's the work. So that's my new goal setting right. in a way. Um, because the other way of the word goals, and I think Robert even said this in one of the Facebook groups, mm-hmm. um, somebody was commenting and he said um, something about just the word goals in itself can trigger yes, failure. Totally. Can trigger failure. And it was like when I read that, it was like, wow, this is like some wisdom right here. I hope people can look at and it certainly brought me, um, and I was talking to one of our peers uh, about this and she was saying to me, yeah, I mean, as soon as I read what Robert wrote about the fail, you know, goals equal failure to some people, that jogged my memory of going like, no wonder I hate goals or New right. Year's resolutions because they just like really Sometimes they don't have they don't work out. They don't. And then and then you just it's kind of a self fulfilling yeah thing of not attaining it also not attaining but it even that but even that sorry to interrupt you no it's good but even the word goals if that's I right trigger on that word I'm going to tap on that that's right exactly clean it up. And, you know, I'll kind of just tell you a little bit about my, as far as me working on goals. So it's been a long, and I'm kind of in a different place with it right now. It's interesting that we're talking about this because I'm, I'm, I'm working on things that are a little different than what, how I used to. So I never, I was, yeah, I was against goals. So what I would do is just set general positive intentions for the day. Okay. And so, and then also now the goals I, I already know that the universe or my subconscious knows what I want. I just, they, they, I don't even have to, I don't have to set a goal. It's like praying, awesome. but God or the universe or my subconscious, they, it already knows what I want, knows that I want to have a, um, a fun and successful life coach business, meet a lot of people, have great experiences. And I don't have to be too specific about that. And then, and then again, work on myself and, and tap on myself and then, trust what comes up and just kind of go with the flow of life. And that's, that's been working out pretty damn good for me. I've been having some miraculous experiences and great. I feel so blessed. All these experiences, people I'm meeting, things that I'm doing, it's just mind blowing. And um, I'm very lucky not to say things don't come up that I have, I I don't have to tap on. But now where I am now is like, okay, I want to start making goals because <clears throat> because I kind of done a lot of self work and I'm kind of um, I kind of can tell if I have resistance to something and I and I'm kind of better with my why now because I've been looking a lot of the why and I can trust more now of why I want something and when I want something and it's not you know the red Porsche to get the girlfriend or to feel better about myself because I've worked on that right. So now I'm maybe working more directly on my goals and it still comes down to, it still comes down to not trying to make it happen, but, but now it's a lot of my work. So, so I have something called a power walk and I do it every day and I'll go for a walk and I used to do a lot of tapping and I still do, but it's been a little bit less tapping and more conjuring the feeling of what I want. Conjuring, how would it feel if I had this thing that I wanted. And then how would that feel? And how would that feel? And then be, become that person and, and then trust that I'm on my way. So I, so it's my practicing the feeling and, you know, 
and being that person. And then if any resistance comes up to that, I can tap on that. So kind of, so now I'm kind of more working directly on things that I want in a still in a light, easy, fun way. And, you know, I love this um, whole sense because I'm a philosopher uh, by heart. I mean, I studied philosophy and I love it and stuff. And it really brings me, without trying to be too abstract, I want to say I love the fact that, or at least what I was hearing from you, mm-hmm. is it's not just about I want, you know, the Porsche, um, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, the cell phones or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of my business, too, is helping people live rewarding, fulfilling lives also with being. Right. B-E-I-N-G, being, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm hearing that from you for some reason. Absolutely. Or maybe I'm just reading between the lines. You know, I'm just um, hearing a lot about being. And, Be do have. Have you right. heard of that? Yeah, I think I have heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Be do have. So, because we're, we're concentrated, it's like, I want to possess things. I want to possess the person. I want to, and it's like, you know, and again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying when I was being my own best friend, my own lover, my own daughter, my own parenting myself back to healing, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, put, be, being the role, being the role of how I wanted to be treated, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think has been treating yourself that way. Treating myself that way has been a huge, um, uh, it's given me a lot of what I currently, a lot of good things that are happening in in my current life um, by being that doesn't mean I don't have my triggers and it doesn't mean that I don't have, yeah, she's, she's, she's barking. She's, yeah. She's, she's going like, yeah, I'm telling you, girlfriend. No, she's saying, yeah, I like it. Go I on. like it. Yeah, go on, man. So, girl. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so I just feel, I just feel like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I, I think what you're saying is, is really it. It's important to, to be that way. And especially about, we could do another video on self-confidence Yeah. Um, because I was going to say that really is about also right. self-confident, not arrogant or, or haughty or anything like that, but just saying, you know, I'm, I'm sure of who I am. I'm sure of the way I present myself and, you know, sort yes. of what's important to me and, and, and things like that. I think that's, that's a huge factor and it goes back, ties into the attitude um, as well. So it's let's, true. I know time is closing, but let's talk um, lastly um, uh, because I think that the, um, I don't know if it's the cherry on top of the cake, but I really want to talk just about gratitude because in mm-hmm. all this comes in, I think at least my experience is mm-hmm. like I start out my mornings, even if I have some emotional pain or just some things I'm really going through um, you know, I have a place where I go, what I call my sacred space. And, yeah. um, there I just, I'm with myself, um, mm-hmm. because I am my own best friend, my lover, my daughter, my own, etc. And I'm that. there and I just open up the sacred space and I always begin with gratitude. I've been doing it for several years now. And for me, that is really important to just say, I'm grateful and, and not just say it with words, but actually feel it. And I've noticed yes. that the more I've practiced gratitude, the more it actually comes to me. In fact, it's come to me so much so that when I have encounters with people, uh, let's just say something happened and it's, I'm grateful because as you've pointed out many times in our sessions, uh, and I've heard, of course, Robert say this as well, is that it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to, to take a look at what still needs to be healed, what still needs to be, um, yeah, I don't know, healed mm-hmm. is the word that comes up. Yeah. You know, 
So let's talk a little bit about gratitude and how important it is. I love it's really super important. And you know, this might be a good place to quickly, quickly talk about the happy journal, happy journal, faster EFT, happy journal. Go for journal. it. Yep. All right. So it's five aspects to the happy journal. Um, three to five things. So I, I like it to look at it as a daily process. So three to three to five things or eat or more of things to be grateful for every morning. Think about that. Or I like to do it in the morning. What am I grateful for? Me too. Um, and then affirmations. What are my, what, what are some positive affirmations uh, that feel good when I say them? And then there's something called positive emotional experiences. So if I have like right now, if I have a great experience with Sandra, great conversation, a great podcast with Sandra, then after I'm going to write this down in my happy journal. So I have my happy journals, five sections that I already mentioned three of them, affirmations, goals, I'm sorry, not goals, not yet. Um, um, what I'm grateful for, affirmations, happy experiences or positive emotional experiences. So I would write down this a great experience I had with Sandra, write that down in my happy journal. The fourth one is goals and dreams. And that should be things that I want and dreams for my future. It also could be positive intentions for the day. What are my goals for, for my day? What are my general intentions for my day? And then the fifth can be gems. And you mentioned gems, things I that um, I would, a picture that, that I really like of this house that just, I really like it not to fulfill me, but it'd be nice to have a nice house type of thing or a nice quote, just little gems that I find. And I put that in my journal. So, so these are just kind of five things and you don't have to do all five of them every day. I like right. to do three of them. I like to do my affirmations. I like to do. Me too my gratitudes, like what you're talking about. And then, um, and then general, my goals for the day are positive general intentions for the day. And it's a good way to start off the day, but gratitude's super important because like you're talking, we've talked about in the past, it kind of, uh, you're, the more things you're grateful for, the more you're going to, going to attract that the same, right? The same types of things. And also, it kind of makes you feel better, and that's what we want anyway. We want these things because we want to feel better. And so when you're grateful, it makes you feel better, doesn't it? It totally does. And I think we have a habit for me and I know well, just people in general. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions, but we have a habit sometimes of, especially in the beginning of our personal development, well, and throughout perhaps, that we're looking for sometimes what's, what we don't have. We're looking for what's not going right, right. You know, what's not happening, the lacking part. And right. so I had to also sort of create like, oh my gosh, you know. So for me, the happy journal is extremely important that I go back. Um, if someone gives me words of wisdom, I actually put it in. I put the date, um, the quote, everything to, to the best of my ability so that I can go back and say, wow, this is wonderful. Um, if exactly. somebody that I love says something beautiful to me, I actually write it down and and I go back to that when I'm feeling not, you know, I might feel like a little bit of a, you know, insecure, I just feel down or something like that. I'll go back and go like, oh my God, this is a great quote. This person said that I was exceptional or that I was amazing today or something, you know, and I yeah. go back and say, yeah, you know, there's evidence there that, um, um, so again, it, it, it's just a way of, for me to, to really look at that and, and be grateful that I really do have great support, great friends. Um, and a family that loves me. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to gratitude? Something that you feel? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, yeah. to piggyback on what you're saying. It's just, 
you know, I look at our, let's look at our day and our day is filled with kind of negative thoughts and things and positive thoughts and things. And, and we want to get, you know, lots of times when we don't do these things every day, we become addicted to negative thinking, totally. and limit thinking and what's going to go wrong today. And not to blame ourselves. We, the, these are because we've had past experiences where we've have, have hurts. And so we're, it's a, we're protecting ourselves, keeping ourselves safe. Totally. But we want to kind of chip away at that, tap on it, work towards that, work towards to be more positive, more and more and more positive, uh, have that more and more positive day than negative. And again, with, with the tapping, w- these are tools now to do that instead of just affirmations of saying, trying to be positive, thinking happy thoughts. When we have all these experiences in our past that, that can bog us down and that can keep these protective mechanisms happening in our life. So, um, so the happy journal is a great way to become more and more and more positive during our day. And then we create healthy habits of that because then we get better and better at it. So in the beginning, if you're not good at doing this, it can be drudgery. It could be, it won't feel natural because maybe if you're not naturally grateful for things, then it won't come naturally. And that's, we want to build that muscle. We want to build that skill and that habit. Towards I it. love that. And yeah. I want to really, we'll end with that Okay. because I think that is so important. We want to build, it's like a muscle. We want to build it. It doesn't come naturally. And who's ever listening and you're struggling with that, it's just remember, it's practice. It takes a little bit of discipline and to create something new in our mind. So I yeah. think that that's a wonderful way because sometimes people do beat themselves up. You know, I'm not feeling grateful. I don't know how to do that. And it's just, um, it's because of everything you said. So yeah. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do another one of these soon You'll, again. Okay. So what, right when we end this, we'll just do another one. Yeah, we'll just do right another after? one. Or, or yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We'll get, we'll get uh, Robert Smith uh, on here and stuff. And we can, uh, you know, I'm planning to interview him as well uh, about affirmation. So this will be a great, cool. a great um way to uh to spread uh, or to put this out so Very but, cool. um, i appreciate it mark um any other last thoughts well yeah also i'll just say just real quick to drop a few links um if you want to learn more about faster eft there is a seven-day quick free course www.fastereft.com and we'll have it i'll have it in there. okay you'll have it yeah well. and i got a podcast um that talks about is about faster eft and the law of attraction is called the tap it out podcast you can learn about the happy journal. You can learn about faster EFT, um, different things. Like yeah. That. And also um, I've got the channel, you know, journey to authentic living, uh, Sandra Rojo, and I am definitely transitioning my work as well. And so I'll be having more videos like this on faster EFT and, and everything that has to do with, um, with uh, neuroplasticity, neuroscience and so forth. So be watching out for that. But so we'll your have channel the, is on yeah, YouTube. My, your, my your channel YouTube. is on YouTube. Yeah, okay. Journey to Authentic Living and then my name, Sandra Rojo, R-O-J-O. Awesome. And so um, I'm going to be, I'm transitioning as well with my work, as you already know. And so it's going to be a lot more based on um, a lot of things like your podcast and things like that. So right on, right on, right definitely. on. All right. Thanks, All right. Sandra. So thank you. Thank you. I love this. And let's do it again soon. Absolutely. We'll, we'll hang up and then we'll record another one right after this. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> let's just do that. Let's do, let's knock out three today if you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right, cool. <laughs> All right, you guys, have a good one. And remember, love yourselves. That's right. Bye, see Bye, ya. Bye, see Thank ya. You. Thanks for joining us on the Tap It Out podcast with Mark Shahada. We hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time.